Oh, hi there, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Dylan James Weaver, but most folks around here just call me Dylan. Why don't you get the whole family together and join us for another exciting WADFAM Chalkpod. Hello and welcome to the WADFAM Chalkpod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo. And we are joined this week by a returning guest. He was previously here to cover The Chosen One. It's... Arthur. That's it. (laughs) Arthur Woods. Arthur C. Arthur (laughs) Dew. I dropped my last name. I meant to tell you guys. Oh, okay, okay. Just just one name Just Arthur, like Cher or Bono or... You know, Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> there are a lot. It seems to really proliferate in the uh, musician realm more right. than anywhere else. And I think yeah. more than I feel anything, like you get one of those I, one names. Right. And I certainly consider myself a musician first yeah. and foremost. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I mean, you have to. I have to. I yeah. mean, have you seen him play the guitar? Oh, that's scary. <laughs> I, I own I, a guitar. Yeah. I do I own a guitar and a trumpet and a piano and drums, and I don't play any of them. How did you get them? I over the year I acquire things. You okay. did over the years. Okay, you not did the year. Play the trumpet at one point though. Am I when correct? I was in, when I was in middle school and high school, I was a trumpeteer. Oh, that's, no that's not political. <laughs> that's not a political comment. <laughs> it was just a hobby. Okay, he was really ahead of the curve. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> anyway, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Yep, we're uh, back next week. That's, yep. been, that's been the show. No, uh, we're we're here because. Uh, it's guest season, and I reached out to Arthur and was like, hey, we'd love to have you back on the pod. Unfortunately, there's no really good Kelly episodes anymore. You want to cover one anyways? <laughs> and and what did you say? Yes. Well, I was like, <laughs> I mean, if the price is right, I'll do anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, I'm actually excited to be back. This episode's maybe not quite as good as some of the other Kelly episodes, but but I like Kelly. She does make me laugh in this episode. Well, hey, there. I mean, what more could you ask for? Uh, I can't ask of anything more from Kelly. This, this, the episode in question is number 614, Best of Enemies. This episode first aired April 28th of 2007, which was uh, roughly five months after The Chosen One came out. So that two-parter aired. And there's a handful of episodes in between, um, but they're pretty close timeline-wise. Um, Kelly only exists from album 47 until album 50. So, that's uh. It's a shame she didn't make it. Only a couple years. Well, I mean, but nobody did. Fair. Like they let like three characters make it from fifty to fifty-one, and you can't have Kelly without having the Washingtons. Fair. So they just wrote a real quick. Hey, Kelly goes on an adventure and you know decides to follow Jesus two-parter in the fiftieth album to be like, look, we're closing the loop. So is that what we're going to be talking about in a few months? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've got a couple episodes before then, but uh, eventually... Only if the sponsors if, uh, come through. Kelly's <laughs> journey with Jesus mm-hmm. <laughs> on a very special. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry about her anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's a complete arc. Yep. <laughs> you have a traumatic upbringing. Yep. You get placed into foster care. Yep. You meet Jesus. Yep. 
then you're fine. Right. You actually can't have any more problems. All the trauma goes away. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's what I found. That's what the science shows. (laughs) That's what the science shows. Uh, And then the other thing of note. So we talked on the, when we covered the chosen one, about it was written and directed by Marshall Younger, who is a standard writer on the show, but who um, fosters children and has an at least one adopted child and has some close ties to this. And so he comes back to direct this episode, but the writing credit goes to Sherry Van Truren, who is only credited to this episode and was an intern with Adventures in Odyssey at the time. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, it was, I listened to that interview that, that you're referencing and, uh, I thought, well, that was very cool to have an internship where they actually say, hey, write, <laughs> write an episode. Yeah. Right. You get And then air it. Like, yeah. <laughs> you write an episode or whatever, but, like, to be a part of that process and then get to see and hear the, the finished product, I think, is pretty unique. Yeah. The other thing that was interesting in that interview is her talking about, like, well, I'm like, obviously, we have an intern in this episode, which I don't think is a thing that's happened otherwise in Odyssey. Right. So yeah. that felt very self-inserty. And she <sighs> talks about like that she wrote this episode because of like some of her own roommate experiences and then because Odyssey was doing stuff with Kelly, they decided to make that like the flip side of the episode, which is where all of the like if there is meat in this episode, it's on the Kelly side of things. Yeah. Except for between Connie, the nice off. We're just going to be nice to each other. It is, yeah. It's a great plot. It's great idea. Yeah, I actually, I thought the nice off was was a little annoying. And I, I, I know, I know, uh, Dylan, you don't watch The Office. I don't know if you do. I do. Okay, but but there's that. There's an episode in The Office where Andy Bernard and Dwight Schrute are having a nice off. Yeah. And it's so funny. And it just reminded me of uh, of that. Yeah. It's just, uh, <laughs> this is, I'm going to win. Well, and so, well, and we can get into it when we actually dig into the episode itself. But it is a very sitcom-y episode. Definitely. Yeah. Um, anything else we want to say off? the top i'll uh, i'll roll the promo um if not sounds beautiful have you ever heard of the phrase oil and water don't mix well if connie is the water then her new roommate Lindsay is a jumbo can of 10w30 connie can't stand her and tamika and her new roommate kelly aren't doing much better in the getting along department either have you ever heard of an air freshener war Oh, you will, after you listen to the next adventure in Odyssey. (laughs) Jumbo can of 10W30 was my nickname in high school. (laughs) Not just jumbo can. (laughs) Jumbo can of 10W30. Yeah. Very important. The a joke that no child will understand. Yeah, what? Also, have you ever heard of an air freshener war? I feel like it's in the name. Like, there's not much more to explain than that. That's the kind of promo that makes me happy that we talk about about the the promos. promos. (laughs) Yeah. None of this new professional shenanigans where they just give basic information and have structure. Yeah. 
I want to hear hypothetical I mean, questions being asked and answered. Look, if you didn't if you didn't hear the episode itself, you heard it there. It's all about dysfunctional roommates. Mm-hmm. Woo. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's probably a pertinent topic it, for children, right? Yeah. A like lot of this... children hate their roommates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't pay the rent. Yeah. I mean, like from from a high level, I do I guess this is why it feels so weird knowing that the that it came first as Connie gets a wacky roommate yeah. and then went to the Kelly cuz it does feel like there's interesting ground to be covered in Kelly adjusts to living at the Washingtons and Tamika right. has to deal with that and it's but they not don't the care episode. about that. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but basically when you're the intern writing an episode that's clearly about yourself. Right. You make yourself the star. Yeah, well, and then, right, and then you also get, you know, Marshall Younger as director and I assume, like, ghostwriter slash, like, mentor. So. Yeah, like, editor. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's great that she gets the credit and I don't want to, like, diminish Sherry's contributions here, but... um we all know Sherry wrote the the Connie Lindsay storyline. <laughs> yeah, it, right. Yeah. It, it does that it was... does feel like a tale of two. Yeah, of yeah. two writers. Uh, yeah. So poor Lindsay. I will She's say horrible. Yeah. Lindsay's horrible. <laughs> Very smelly. Like I can't imagine can't live with her scented yeah. body glitter. <laughs> That's that one's new. I yeah. It. Maybe the thing that, no, I don't want to, that, that might be too harsh. A thing this episode does well, maybe not the thing it does best, but a thing I appreciated <laughs> was getting a recap at the beginning. Yes. Yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah. I agree. It had been, yeah, so long since we'd covered mm-hmm. these episodes, like a proper year, and I was like, oh, well, thank you for telling me what it is. Yeah, please remind I, me. And I like... But I do feel like the recap does the thing where it really sets up, oh, this is, like, going to be a Kelly episode. Right. And then it's not. (laughs) Previously, Kelly did all this stuff, and then Connie maybe a little bit, and now Connie. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely would have liked more Kelly in this episode. Yeah, I, yeah. When Don't say happened? I didn't warn you. <laughs> I mean, Arthur's biased. That's that's his that's his speciality. That's my and speciality. All, all things Kelly. All things Kelly. <laughs> can you get um, a uh, can you get like a, a doctorate in just one name? Like, <laughs> yeah. So we actually start off the episode with Kelly moving into Tamika's room, mm-hmm. and they do it in like the sitcomiest tropiest mm-hmm. fashion exactly. of like Tamika gets wait. home and is like go into her room and her dad's like no wait no, I gotta wait. talk to you about something and she's wait, like nah no. I'm gonna ditch my book bag first and like walks into the room and Kelly's in there smoking a cigarette or yeah, whatever yeah. like it's <laughs> just pouring a drink <laughs> lighting her mattress on fire how you doing Tamika <laughs> just getting comfortable <laughs> come on in uh, <laughs> That's getting dangerously close to my voice today, Arthur. (laughs) That is not how the scene went. (laughs) No, No, Kelly's just in there already, and Tamika's less than thrilled. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Which I thought was kind of weird, because we had gone from immediately from the 
the review of last episode where like Tamika is all like, I think I think Kelly might just be really sweet on the inside. And then the beginning of this episode where she's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Kelly's moving in. And then all she has to do is like open her bedroom door. And all of a sudden, like she switches to like, oh, you, <laughs> which for garbage what it's person <laughs> might be accurate for a high school girl. Could be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's probably a couple more unspoken steps in there somewhere, but yeah. yeah. It also, but it does feel like so much of the, like, this episode from the Tamika and Kelly side is, hey, like, two people who are different but are going to live together find common ground. And it's like, we already did that plot. Yes, that is true. Like, that was... That was the chosen one part two, mm-hmm. where they like bonded over the piano, mm-hmm. which is also how this episode yeah, ends. We've got, like, more, I was just... we've got more piano bonding coming up. <laughs> oh. Bond, piano bond, piano bond. <laughs> oh boy, timely. Um, <laughs> no time to play. <laughs> uh, then on the other side of town. Wit's End is getting an intern. Mm-hmm. Because, well, okay, wasn't Eugene an intern originally? Or at a certain point? I don't Yes, know. we've covered okay. an episode where Eugene, he loses his internship someplace else, and then, I think it's in Blackard, then Wit gives him an internship at Wit's End. Okay. I will believe you on that. I don't feel comfortable with that. <laughs> I need to fact check myself. No, it's okay. <laughs> Who cares? It's a three-week internship. Yes. Which... Naturally. Yeah, sure. I um, mean, if it's unpaid, I'd rather it be three weeks than, like, 16, but... <laughs> but wasn't that... Wasn't three weeks coincidentally also the timeline that the Washingtons gave Tamika for how long? Yes, but then it comes in two weeks. Oh. So there's a week where we don't hear from, like, Tamika and Kelly. Right. But we do hear... But, like, we jump forward to Connie and Lindsay. It's, I don't know, this, the timeline of this episode is not clear. Yep. Like, it feels like every scene takes place on the same day and also, so, like, a year a, apart. A, yeah. a year later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These are just two completely different actions. Uh, so, there's, the intern's name is Lindsay. Mm-hmm. She's a valley girl mm. trope. And she's staying with Connie, mm-hmm. who... I think lives at home, but I'm not sure. They did not make that clear. Like how? Not it, even slightly. It, it made it seem like they were just in like their own apartment yeah, somewhere. Right. Yeah. Like how old is Connie? Uh, that is. Point, at this oh. point in the show, I think that she could be old enough to be in her own apartment. She's been graduated from high school for a long time, and yeah, she's she's definitely self sustaining. But uh, and Lindsay was seventeen. Yeah, right. she might it, still be with her mom. Lindsay's. Yeah, it is. A child. The the mess of Connie's age is a thing that even the writers have acknowledged. Like, yeah, it's not clear. She is referenced as in it most recently in a 2018 episode as being 20 something. And this episode <laughs> aired 10 years prior. So <laughs> So she was like 13 in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it really puts the the Kelly smoking a cigarette into perspective. Exactly. <laughs> but she's four. 
making that up though. That was a thing in yeah. the chosen one that Kelly was smoking. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't want to like besmirch the name of Kelly, but I'm pretty sure that was canonical. No no besmirching. No. Uh, yeah. Um Okay, so I have a question about Lindsay. Yes. And maybe I just missed it in the episode. <laughs> nope. So so <laughs> you don't even know what the question is. You're like, no, you did not miss it. <laughs> you, I assure you. <laughs> you didn't miss it. It was it's not there. <laughs> All of a sudden, Walt's there with, uh, I guess, Connie. And Lindsay pulls up with some mysterious driver <laughs> who yes. has just driven her 500 <laughs> miles. Yeah. I was like, hey, thanks. Like, was she hitchhiking? What's like, what, where was, who so, was this person? I think it's the bus, bus driver, I, but, but it does not sound like it. It does sound like it is just car. some random so, person. So like, you know, hippie picked her up. Yeah. And was like, yeah. Yep. No, that's exactly what it sounds like. Cause she's so buddy buddy and it yeah. doesn't, the sounds outside aren't bus sounds, no. right? Which would have been really easy. Also, what bus would drop directly off it would send? <laughs> that's like, true. Well, I mean, that is stations. That's the hub of town. Yeah, naturally. But I feel like there could have been an entire episode just on Lindsay taking that five hundred mile trip. Like yeah, that, that actually that's the could episode be a movie. I want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no bad land. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want Lindsay hitchhiking yeah. to Odyssey. Yeah. At the age of 17. (laughs) Lindsay is not a compelling character Uh -uh. at all. They don't give her anything. They give her nothing except for that she's like... I can't tell if she's supposed to be... I mean, like, at a couple points, she is definitely supposed to be toxic toxic positivity. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But they don't seem to be committed to that idea. No. Like, there's no way you're allergic to peanut butter and eat pancakes and that's not toxic. Right. Yeah. But they don't portray her in a bad light. I I, I don't know what we're supposed to get from Lindsay. Well, for a while there, I thought Lindsay was, like, messing with Connie. Like, (laughs) not even, like, she's not, like, just being, like, a jerk. Like, (laughs) just kidding. I'm not actually allergic to pancakes. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, no, she's really allergic to Like, that was dumb. (laughs) Don't do that. Yeah, no. No, don't. Oh, my throat will close up. Eats pancake. (laughs) Okay, so, so the scene we're referencing, Connie makes peanut butter pancakes for Lindsay to be nice. In the nice off. Connie then tells her that they are peanut butter pancakes. Lindsay, also, for the record, the nice-off is one-sided. This is just who Lindsay is. Right. She's at no point, like, trying to compete. Yeah. So she's just like, oh, this person I'm staying with made me food I'm allergic to. Let me, like, scoff it down right. and then inject myself with the frickin' EpiPen. EpiPen. Yeah. Yep. Um, and yeah. So I can get to a hospital, by the way. Like, that doesn't take the problem away. Yeah. Oh, it's... You can it's, breathe long enough so that you don't die. <laughs> it's bonkers. And for what, for uh, better or worse, uh, Marshall Younger in the official guide has this quote about the scene, which is, uh, um, there's a scene where Connie makes Lindsay pan- pancakes with peanuts. Uh, Lindsay's allergic to them, but eats them anyway, just to be nice. This was one of the funniest scenes I've ever directed. <laughs> But it was met with quite a few negative letters from people saying we were making light of light of life-threatening allergies, and they're right. Yeah, folding on the <laughs> folding on the joke. <laughs> yeah, 
I just that's just that's the that's the kind of audience we got here. That's what we're working with. You can't make jokes about peanut allergies. <laughs> Their suffering love, is real. I love the combo of him being like, "Can you believe these people? They were right." And also, I thought this is the funniest thing I've ever done. Yeah. That is unbelievable. Like, he must not be that funny. Well, I don't know, because we talked about the previous episode we talked about was written by Marshall Younger, Mm -hmm. and he denounced it saying, people always tell me this one's funny, and I don't get it. (laughs) He doesn't think his episode is funny? Correct. It it was an episode that he wrote that he thinks is bad, and everyone else thinks is really funny, and we also thought it was bad. Yeah, Um, yeah. For the most part. Anyways. Wait, which episode? Devil Made Me Do It. Oh, oh, okay. The one, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When we yeah, talked yeah, about with Andrew. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's fine. It's 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 trying to do a thing and it sort of does it, but it's not funny. No. <laughs> There's like two chuckles. Um, which is more than this episode. So. True, true. Yeah, no, this was... I listened <sighs> to this on the way back from a doctor's appointment and boy, it did not make time go any faster. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, checking the mile counter like every two minutes yeah i don't know kelly is a i this is this is a hard episode to talk about because i'm like i don't know i i want to talk about the kelly stuff because arthur's here there's just nothing there well and the thing is they don't they don't give kelly airtime to process it because like no, obviously they, yeah, she yeah. Is kelly, upset. right it's it's all through the lens of tamika yeah which is great, so healthy, <laughs> so productive for the child in foster care. But there, so, there are still some funny Kelly moments. I mean, if there's any, yeah. any oh, yeah. funniness in the show, it is still through yeah. Kelly. Uh, through <laughs> Kelly. She's got that dark wit. Yeah. yeah. She's got posters up for Skeletal Maidens. Yeah. Her favorite My favorite band. rock group. Um, which, then, she's playing their music? No, no, she's playing music that she wrote. That's mm-hmm. right. The playing music thing is Lindsay. Mm-hmm. But um, that actually did, get, I had to listen to that a couple of times. It was confusing because yes. I first heard that and thought, well, wait, is she playing the music by that band? Or <laughs> right. like, what is? Yeah. Well, because it does not match at all. It does not sound like death metal. <laughs> no. There's so much generic music in this episode yeah, that is sure. like in episode music, not like the transitional music, mm-hmm. but like this is what the characters are listening to, and it's right. like that's just someone like tapping the Casio keyboard a couple times. Right. Yeah. Like I yeah. They tripped and fell. Yeah. Um so yeah, I guess the yeah, the big things are the poster and then she makes a sandwich with mm. really gross ingredients, which they are really gross. They are gross. I don't remember the and, ingredients. Could and you... the the audio design of this scene made me want to throw the <laughs> phone yeah, out the window. That's right. <laughs> the, the chewing, the yeah. mouth noises. Yeah. The, oh, she's describing this horrifically disgusting sandwich, and you can like hear her eating it, and then yeah. So I stopped it there. I've never even, haven't even heard the rest <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> I will not uh, listen to this. Well, don't worry. It only gets better after that when they start the aforementioned air freshener battle. Right. Oh, yes. Which is her sandwich smells gross. Mm-hmm. So Tamika is like, ah, I'm just going to axe bomb the room with something that smells like sugar cookies. Yep. Right. Yeah, buttercream frosting. Oh, that's right. And, Oof. okay, so 
I I might be giving the writers too much credit to be saying that there's an incredible callback that oh, Kelly does here. One? This is this is callback time. If I'm if I'm reading this joke correctly, this is genius. So in this scene, when they're having their their spray off, and all of a sudden it smells like cookies, Kelly goes, "It smells like the Keebler factory in here." Yeah, yeah. Now, now, fast forward like oh, oh, a yes. few more scenes, yeah. and all, and when they have, and we'll talk about it, I'm sure. But when they have this water fight, <laughs> and Kelly's poster, Tamika drenches Kelly's poster with water. Tamika, uh, Kelly is yelling, and she goes, "Well, who put water on my poster? The elves didn't do yeah, it." Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my gosh." <laughs> Was that a callback to the Keebler factory? <laughs> yes. Or at least I read it as that. So when you mentioned that you that you had noticed the callback, I thought you were saying from this episode to the chosen one. Oh right. But no, I, within, did note, I did note I did note the Keebler elves thing. I thought that, that was really so funny. perfect. Yes. What, did the yes. elves do it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Kelly's air freshener is new leather, mm-hmm. which is a herd of herd cows. Of, herd of cows. <laughs> Which new leather I think is great, and you know, both both scents are. are yeah. I'm a big fan of. But it. it's just like ah, uh, Tamika's you know a nice girl, and Kelly's a mean one. Mm, yeah. Scully is a skull. <laughs> like, <laughs> congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Stereotypes. Yeah. They're simple. Um. Yeah. Back in the, the I don't know is it the a plot whatever the Lindsay Connie thing is, Lindsay wants a puppy. And instead gets a beta fish. Yep. Kerplunk. Kerplunk. She <laughs> names a great it Kerplunk. Name. A great name for a fish. <laughs> I mean, I, I agree for what it's worth. Um, Can I name my cat Kerplunk? I think that, that would be really funny. Sherry Van Truren, credited for writing this episode, had a goldfish, had a goldfish named Kerplunk that she traded for an extension cord with a roommate. Wow. So it's, it's kind of like... <laughs> She had procrastinated writing, yeah, and yeah. then they were like, "Hey, intern, that episode's due tomorrow." And she was like, "Oh crap! What do I write about?" And she saw her fish, and yeah. she was like, "Kerplunk! I'll write about Kerplunk." <laughs> he comes to me in my hour of need. <laughs> the silhouette is glowing behind the fish container, but we're gonna change it. So that instead of being a goldfish, it's a betta fish. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that we can set up the eating another the fish. <laughs> Which, yeah. yeah, great. The it is mildly funny when it first comes up. When Connie's reading through the instructions mm-hmm. and she's like, "You gotta like feed it." Yeah, yeah, that's it. Change the water. That's right. Feed it, change the water, and don't put two of them in because they will murder each other. (laughs) And and that's what the scene goes out on, and you're like, oh. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Foreshadow! (laughs) I wonder what happens next. (laughs) Whatever you do, Lindsay, do not put another Uh beta fish in here. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. But see, now you went... Yada, yada, yada. You had said earlier that you thought, like, Lindsay was genuinely nice and like she's just friendly. I don't interpret her that way. I felt like she just steamrolled over Connie in that. Oh episode. yeah, no, like, there's Connie had oh. no say in anything. Lindsay just she wanted a fish. Mm-hmm. She, she and that was that was it. She was gonna get her fish. Yeah. That's fair. 
she maybe turns a corner later, but she is definitely comes on strong. Well, at this point, she's definitely like a inconsiderate roommate. Yeah, yeah. Especially in the pet store scene. I I don't. Is she past that though? What do you at mean? the end of this? Like, like, do we see her be inconsiderate after the pet store? See, here's here's the thing. I think you and I read this episode differently. Okay. I felt like all her niceties were More just hiding something. Like, she was just being a jerk. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, I already did the living room. And I mopped and swept. And yeah. I, you know, oh, okay. I, I made cookies and, like. There's and nothing left they, for you to do. They play her off, though, as ditzy. Yeah. Which is the thing where I just which she's assumed not, other she's than the just glitter. unaware. I, she seems I very her, industrious. I found her ditzy and vindictive. Like, <laughs> yeah. vinditzy. <laughs> because of vinditzy. Vinditzy. <laughs> because of vinditzy. I found her very vinditzy. I, I don't know. I might have just read into that the wrong way. Yeah. No, I mean, you might be right. It is not clear. I, yeah, I guess. Like, so much. No, well, and, and me... That wasn't me, was it? No. Um, my interpretation was that she was covering up something and that there was going to be, like, an emotional breakdown by yes. the end of the episode. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm here because my parents just got divorced. And Connie's exactly. like, hey, my parents are divorced. Things are fine, you know? Yeah. Like, that's going to be their... their you know, come to terms instead of just like, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't be so insecure about you being nice. <laughs> well, it's weird, too, because Wit sets it up at the beginning. Yeah. Where he's like, where he's like, you know, Connie, you should take this person under her wings. Right. Like, I go, like, I haven't seen her in a long Show time, but I, like, universal know remotes. her. But, I like, I've known her for a long time. I've known her family and, like, you know, be a good friend to her. She needs it right now. Which does feel like it is setting up for something that, does not occur right nope nope they, they yeah yeah and, so we oh, and yeah. now now andrew you mentioned you mentioned uh Lindsay's inability to use a universal, universal remote, remote. <laughs> uh, there's no way connie should have thought that Lindsay could use a universal re- remote when she could not figure out the extension cord to plug her cd player in <laughs> she's like i'm not very technical i'm like <laughs> it's a power supply that plugs into the wall like what you're not technical. <laughs> it's 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 shapes in shapes. Like <laughs> just yeah. it's, not it's just this. that it's just that it's block game, game yeah. when you're a child, but there's power. Just yeah. plug it in. <laughs> Your CD player will work. It's not it's not technical. Yeah. Well, and it's not like the, the cord is very distinct looking. There yes. is no accidentally putting it in the wrong, you know. It's bright in, orange. Yeah. 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 It is. <laughs> And enormous. And then Connie's uh, surprised that she can't use a universal remote. Yeah. She can't plug in a CD player. <laughs> Here, let me help you with that. And she proceeds to press like three buttons when it's clearly just like an input is, uh, you know, like, like oh, okay. Yeah. I've helped my grandparents with that plenty of times. <laughs> yeah. There were universal remotes set to VCR and she needs it to be set to TV. Mm-hmm. We've all been there. Unless you are considerably younger than us in which case uh, what's a vcr <laughs> yeah i don't are universal remotes even relevant anymore i don't uh, know not 
to really young people. Like, because I'm just like, eh, not to like just... babies and infants. <laughs> <laughs> like well, I'm just like, they don't care. Really. Toddlers like, don't care. It's been a while since I've used like a universal remote because everything's just like Pretty it's built into the sm- it's built right. into the TV. It's like your Roku remote or remote mm, right. or something. Yeah. No, they. Um, I only with like multimedia entertainment systems. I sure. think is really sure, which doesn't seem to be. Yeah. Connie's set up here. Regardless, Wish it was, um, we are our two storylines crisscross mm. in the middle of this episode when Tamika mm-hmm. is sitting at the ice cream counter at wit's end venting to Connie about how bad Kelly is while Connie seethes on the inside about how great Lindsay is and right. how much that's ruining her life. Um, because Lindsay just made an ice cream ladybug and all the kids love her. Yeah. Um, I don't think they would love her. Lindsay made an ice cream ladybug. There's about 4,000 kids desperately trying to get it. And Lindsay's like, here you go. And gives it to like one kid. Yep. So like (laughs) 3,999 kids did not get ice cream from Lindsay. But then Wit says, hey, go do a thing upstairs. And she's like, all right, kids, come along. And they do. Who wants to come with? You'll get an ice cream lion. Right. She, she brought them with more she ice cream. She says, like, I'll show, like, I'll make an ice cream lion. It's not even like you'll get one. It's like no, you can I'm, see how cool it looks. see it. Yeah. Maybe I'll give it to one of you. Yeah. I mean, but, but even mentality, the, you know. Wit, Wit asks her to go clean up the small stage. And I know anytime I need to clean something, the first thing I think is, Let's bring 4,000 little kids with me. <laughs> let's, That'll let's help. In, That's going to help. Let's bring an entire third grade birthday party along. <laughs> They'll really That'll get it That'll clean done. it up much faster. We're going to enchant this and just whistle while we work until it's done. <laughs> and while I'm cleaning, I'm also making ice cream. Yes. That's, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah Gradually. That's, that's helpful. Well, she's very skilled. Yeah, I guess. Uses the ammonia to, you know. Yeah. eat away make the eyes <laughs> yeah and then we get the like the scene that smacks of intern writing an audio only medium for the first time which is Cotty monologuing to herself extensively behind oh. the counter oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> or i'm just like it does it happens it has to happen in the show it doesn't usually go on this long. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> it was just one of those where I was like, oh, yeah, you right. How do you communicate someone's, yeah, frustrations when they don't want to share them with anyone? Right. And it's, yeah. Speak out loud. Yep. So she's like, I'm going to out nice Lindsay. There. Because that's the problem here, is that Lindsay's so nice, and I wish I could just be nice like her. And I'm like, I don't understand what you what led you to this As conclusion. <laughs> well, I also don't understand, like, why is this a problem? Like, <laughs> if you've ever had a roommate, and someone's like, you know, you're, like, complaining about your roommate, and, and you're just like, yeah, you know, he's just too nice. Like, just, like what? He just cleans up everything. Yeah, he's. I don't know. He just does a lot for me. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like she does have genuine reason for concern when you know she was steamrolled into buying Kerplunk. Right. Like mm. there's like, yeah, there's 
precedent there where like Connie does have valid reason, especially at this point in the episode, to be frustrated with Lindsay. But uh, yeah, she doesn't share that. She also isn't great with Tamika. Where I don't no, feel like she no. gives like good advice. Good advi- like she doesn't do the I'm behind the ice cream counter and an adult, so I'm gonna give you some words of wisdom here. Mm-hmm. She's just kind of like, oh yeah, your yeah. life does sound bad. Mine's bad too. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> like, yeah, I think at one point early in that conversation when Connie was complaining, I think Tamika was like. Maybe you should just be nicer to her. Yeah, yeah. I would be like, girl, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Tell yeah. Tell me be nicer. <laughs> right. Yeah, Lindsay's character is... The, the, the balance between, like, is she supposed to be dumb blonde or overly nice? Or, like, she... They don't... They don't want to give her hiding. Yeah, exactly. What is she hiding? And also, like, how can she be dumb and ditzy and also overly competent and making you feel insecure? Like, it's typically, at least in my experience, one or the other in those instances. Yeah, it's her ditzy that's coming out. That's all it is. She's (laughs) ditzy. Hey, but we get another, you know, exciting scene with a water balloon mm-hmm. fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where Tamika walks in on Kelly having a water balloon fight out the window <laughs> with some neighbors. And she's, she pulls the whole, like, oh, well, I've got the high ground tactical advantage. Great idea, by the way. It's like Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The oh, high ground. Ground. Yeah, exactly. I wrote that, that down, too, as where well. I was just immediately like, ah, Star Wars. And then I was like, ah, Gilmore Girls talking about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, yeah, and then, obviously, Tamika's upset by that because water balloons coming in and so uh it, it escalates yeah. and, one uh, lands on her bed mm-hmm. and then she throws one on tamika's you know, bed i'm sorry on, uh, on to kelly's bed. bed and then throws one at her poster i thought that was actually over the top to, yeah like, those posters, are her roast, posters. Are yeah oh it ruined. was i mean yeah her whole response was over the top yeah like yeah I mean, for what it's worth, Kelly was not being receptive to anything she was saying. On the other hand, yeah, Tamika could have handled that way better. Yeah. She could have shut the window. Like, well, that's I a did, pretty just... I did think it... I thought it was funny that at, at one point, Kelly was, was at least pretending to defend Tamika because the boys threw the water on Tamika's bed. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, like hey! just got Tamika's bed wet. You guys are in big, big trouble. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you're gonna pay for it <laughs> you're now. Pay for that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, and the fact that Ed walks into this scene, like, a minute later, where it's like, oh, he was just around? <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like, ah, oh, those sound like normal water balloon noises. <laughs> well, <laughs> just, an or just like Wednesday. Tamika, stick your head out the door and go, Dad, get over here, please. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I was. I would have liked the scene of like when Ed walked in, he just got smacked in the face <laughs> by a water balloon. Yeah, Keller. Yeah. 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 Well, then I, we get the we have to get the the three minute montage of him just assaulting the neighborhood children with water balloons from the window. Oh, <laughs> just American yeah. sniper, chuck him down, yeah. and then then the conversation happens. Yeah, the uh, water balloon fight. 
was sound recorded of a snowball fight mm. at the Focus on the Family headquarters. Huh. So. I would have to re-listen to it, but that doesn't sound like those make the same sound. <laughs> I think the kid commotion oh, was snowball okay. fight, and the there was water sound effects added later. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. I was going to say, it didn't sound like a <laughs> snowball fight. Uh, yeah. Um, what's the, I don't even know. Um, just in your, uh, in your experience, Arthur, does, uh, do you make anything of Kelly's actions in this episode? Like, is there any depth there or is it just, you know, sitcom hijinks? Yeah, I, I think in the, the first two episodes where they introduced Kelly, I do think they were trying to go a little deeper and, and kind of explain kind of the life of a foster care child and some of the struggles that he or she might have. This one just felt more like just, yeah, you know, Kelly having fun. And, and sure, there's some stuff in her background that would lead her to maybe not quite treat uh, the property with the respect that she should. Like there's, you know, so sure you could, I'm sure you could point some of her behaviors back to that. But for the most part, it just seemed kind of like a, uh, a young, immature girl just wanting to have fun. And, yeah. Could and she made me laugh when she's in that. She makes me laugh when she's in that mode. Yeah. She's well, really funny. <laughs> there you go. You know? when I mean, we talked about it earlier, but when when she said, well, who got my poster wet? The elves yes. didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's the, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. That's the greatest joke I've ever heard in my life. Like, Tamika, you just got burned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You yeah. you were served and then spiked. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, oh, and then I will say a good comedic beat here is is Ed saying, "Well, if both of your beds are wet, you guys are just gonna have to share the, the fold out couch." And it does the dun dun dun. dun, dun, dun. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to and the commercial break, and that was yeah. that was fun. I was just like, all right, I like that we set up the fold-out couch is not an option earlier, which is why Kelly's sleeping in Tamika's bedroom. Mm-hmm. And then we bring it right. back here to be like, um, now, it's... You're both on it. <laughs> now you're both on it. I would rather sleep on a floor than a uncomfortable pull-out couch. Because those bars in your back, yeah. I just can't deal. Yeah. I wake up they in are horrible. visceral pain. They are horrible. Absolutely I've, horrible. I've slept on some good floors. In my yeah, life. right? Yeah. If they've got a carpeted floor, that's better? With pillow? Pillow and, and the, blankets? The real play is like a bed mat. But yeah. Oh, obviously yeah. Obviously, that oh, was oh, out of the question yeah, here. Because uh, two water balloons soaked the beds mm-hmm. beyond repair. Yeah. Apparently, you can't throw the sheets in the dryer. No, no. <laughs> they're, uh, no they're made of gold. The bed. <laughs> If you pay us money, we'll do this as an experiment, listeners. We will drop a water balloon on Andrew's bed, <laughs> and then we will take the sheets off and see if the bed itself is dry. Actually, uh, I do have a mattress protector on my bed, which apparently didn't exist at this point in time. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know what. Yeah, rule one of two thousand seven mattress protector. Yeah, 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 that's that's awfully late for these children to not have uh, alternatives. Those are usually on the bed for people that pee the bed, though. Well, I mean, that's why I got it. But I like, figured, I was like, you know, let's let's unpack this a little bit. Why do you have a mattress protector? My to grandmother protect the mattress, right? Arthur. From my pee. 
um, yeah. This is, yeah. Oh, this is where the we jump back across town, and Lindsay has bought a friend for for, for Kerplunk. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Connie loses it. Yeah, I mean, again, with the four instructions, I definitely empathize with Connie here being like, you went, like, did, you didn't read the information on buying this one that said don't put it in a tank with another fish? Like, yeah. Yeah, it is, right, it is that thing where it's like her ignorance is frustrating. And we also have the remote scene. These happen, like, back to back. Mm -hmm. And as someone who works in a customer service industry (laughs) with electronics, there are few things that I am more frustrated with than people not being sympathetic when people can't use technology. Yeah, yeah. Like, that really gets under my skin because there's such a, like, stigma around IT professionals about them just, like, dunking on everyone who Mm -hmm. can't use it and being unapproachable. And I work really hard in my day-to-day to, you know, not do that. That being said, Connie's totally justified here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, she did show her twice. It... If you, yeah, obviously there's stuff going on here below the surface. It's not just Connie being like. But maybe write it down. Like, I don't know. It's really like three steps max. Yeah. You could write it down. Yeah, the whole whole thing with Lindsay, I still keep interpreting her more as like vindictive. (laughs) Like, like she intentionally put the fish together. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like she didn't didn't care or she wanted to tick. Connie off, or she just Waiting wanted to see Connie them to get fight home. to the. I mean, if I saw instructions that said your fish will literally fight to the death, <laughs> I would put those fish together. <laughs> I don't. Well, know I mean, there is some curiosity. There, there is, is curiosity. A, there I've is... seen hamsters eat their babies. I've yeah. never seen fish eat their fish. Yeah. <laughs> Do we want to unpack that at all, or just move on? I, I had a. I had a couple hamsters once, and apparently one was a boy and one was a girl. Because one of them got pregnant. We didn't know that this hamster was pregnant. And so all of a sudden, there were little baby hamsters. <laughs> and then, and, and then all of a sudden, the mama hamster just picked up her baby hamsters and just started eating the baby hamsters. <laughs> and my mom was screaming. My sister was screaming. I couldn't stop watching it. So I kind of feel like that's what Lindsay was doing. She just wanted to see fish eat fish. Oh, yeah, I mean. That makes the hamster thing is a very vivid image. It's very vivid. You haven't lived till you've seen a mama hamster pick up her baby hamster and just eat its head off. That's that's exactly what happened. This is the circle of life. Oh, oh man. Wow. Well, <laughs> this is what you come to the podcast for, right, guys? <laughs> is it still considered cannibalism if it's hamsters? Hamsterism. Hamsterism. I, I think I think it is. Okay. Um, All right. Wow. All right. Um, <laughs> so you're going to go out and buy two betta fish, Arthur? Is that I might. I'm Just if, if they're really going to eat each other, I will, we have, I they will, will watch that. I had a betta fish growing up, or yeah. like my family did. They're pretty. We just had and, one. Well, betta fish will eat other fish, too. Like, they'll... 
sharks. They yeah. should oh, yeah. be called <laughs> alpha fish. They, yeah. Well, that, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they go after, like, bigger fish, though, too. It's, uh... It's... I've seen beta fish eat other fish before, because my sister had fish. And that's not so bad, because there's just kind of flecks of fish floating around, and eventually, you know, get it out. That's fine. Right. I, and there's no connection, just nature, you know, threat to the environment. I can't get over this hamster thing, Arthur. How do you well, sleep at night? It, that wasn't the worst part. Then after, then after that, my brother ate the hamster. <laughs> My mother then ate my brother. It was it was the most traumatic night of my life. It's nice, some nice Russian nesting doll stuff right there. That's, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. So oh, this is the plot of the new Jordan Peele horror movie. Oh my word. Um. <laughs> so back back on the fold out couch. Yep. Tamika finds a donut. Mm. And Kelly is scared of thunder. Yep, and bonds. So they decide to team up and make music together. <laughs> I mean, what else is there? That's the entire That's what scene, they got. right? Yeah. Like they're like, man, this couch is uncomfortable. Look, there's a donut. Oh no, thunder's bad and scary. This is a song I sang, but I don't know how to write this song. <laughs> I know how to write this song. I can play by ear. Yeah, I, yeah. But it's, it's, that was another example of like that generic music because mm-hmm. because uh, she was just like, hmm, hmm, hmm. And then Kelly's just like, that's such a beautiful song. <laughs> <laughs> what? That wasn't a I just I said like three notes. I hummed three notes. Right, yeah, yeah. You might have mumbled something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's so beautiful. Did you write that? <laughs> Oh, yes, Kelly, I did. Have you thought about doing it professionally? That's really good. Yeah, I mean, getting recording time isn't that much. Let's hear that again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, that was was better the second time. Good job. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Then what? We get, oh, we get the, uh, we get the scene where, um. Connie talks to Will. No, actually, I guess before... Oh, no, that is later. All right, it doesn't matter. Who cares about order? Yeah, the next scene is Connie and Wit, though, where uh, Connie goes to Wit and Vents, and he's like, look, like, you know... Pretty, pretty solid advice. We should, yeah, we should try to live at peace with everyone as much as we can. That's in the Bible, so do that. Um, but also try and view people as God does so that you can love them unconditionally. And I was like... All right. That's excellent advice. (laughs) This is not what I was expecting from this episode. Does it super tie into the other stuff fantastically? But, you know, there's a thread there. Yeah. And if you're listening to that as a child, I'll co-sign that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Like, good, good, good advice. Good, good moral. Well, yeah, it works works for me. Yeah, I thought it was good. I, I did like that they... They picked up on the verse that says, if it is possible, live with yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, so if it's not possible, I don't have to be nice? Right. Yeah, yes. Well, well, of course not, yeah. silly. <laughs> when, when, uh, when the next, when they need to recast Wit again, inevitably, I am going to nominate Arthur Woods. Well. Well. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Let me tell you about this one time, my hamsters hate each other. <laughs> Have I told you the hamster story? 
<laughs> Come up to the Bible room. I'll tell you about the time my hamsters ate. Hey, the Bible room doesn't have hamsters, but it might have three sheep. <laughs> One's a goat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. They apologized to each I'm other up, in, up at the Noah's Ark exhibit. Uh, where Connie just just like, I shouldn't be so... I, I don't know. What, what... Is there anything here? Like... <laughs> Like, they have an interaction, and it seems pleasant, like it's the note to end it on, but Mm -hmm. I don't feel like stuff is really, like, it's just kind of Connie, because it was all in Connie's head, or Lindsay's evil and doesn't own up to it. Right. Yes. It's one or the other, and either way, this isn't, like, clear. I think Lindsay's evil. I think (laughs) Lindsay's clearly evil. But I, I think that might go back to the... The problem with the episode is either one of these storylines could have been the A storyline by itself, like, or even just the only storyline by itself. So we don't, we don't get any deeper into Kelly. We don't get any no. deeper into Lindsay. And I do think there's more to Lindsay than yeah. the eye. Yeah. I just, we, yeah. Well, and the, the stuff with Kelly, like, we talked about it, I think, when we were covering The Chosen One, where the first episode is very much through Kelly's eyes, and then the right. second episode is more through the family's eyes. Yes. And I that is such a bummer that that framing continues, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it doesn't make Kelly a sympathetic or deep character. It makes her this thing that is affecting the main characters of the show. Yeah. Which... I don't think if I was listening to this as a foster kid would feel good. Yeah. No. Like, I think that that framing undercuts the... I think having a child in the show who is in foster care is really cool. But I think making her this constant point of tension for all the other characters... And never getting to see it through her eyes, aside from that first episode, really undercuts that. I didn't think about it that way, but now that you said it, I agree. Yeah, I do. Yeah, they they definitely kind of undercut the... Well, it's just like if you're watching, or if you're listening to this, and you're like, oh, here's the character that represents me, and everyone else just has to learn to put up with me. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, no, uh, there's got to be some sympathy. And this would be, ideally, the episode where they develop that sympathy. Like, in a two, you know, an A, B plot, we get to see a lot of Kelly. We get to see, you know, Lindsay as well. uh, And that that doesn't happen here. And I would think that with somebody like... um, like Penny, like a new character that gets incorporated fairly well. We get a lot of Penny and Wooten doing stuff together Mm -hmm. in, like... A way that validates Penny as an independent character. Right, right, right. This, there is, like, Kelly is having her own episode here. Mm-hmm. She's, like, in, like, Tamika keeps walking into the middle of Kelly doing <laughs> other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, there is, like, Kelly, it's not like Kelly's just, like, sitting around or only doing stuff when Tamika's there. It's like, she's got her own stuff going on. But we just, very busy. but we only ever see it through the eyes of someone who is frustrated. They have to deal with her. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Yeah, 
But I think I would I would say that the episode's actually not about Kelly. Of the four main stars yeah. of this episode, oh, no, I, Kelly's easily no. number four. Yeah, no, yeah. it's Connie and Tamika, and then Lindsay. Yeah, and then and Lindsay. Then it's like yep. Connie, Tamika, Lindsay, Kelly. Yeah, and Wit and Ed are just there for support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um. Yeah. Uh. The. So yeah, Connie. Connie and. Yeah, Lindsay kind of have their like, hey, we make peace with each with each other, and then uh, and then Lindsay's like, ah, um, I also brought along some unicorns for the uh, Noah's Ark display. That's right, and that's the button because apparently she's really into that one verse in Isaiah in the King James, you know, <laughs> that references unicorns. The 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 true ner- nerds know what I'm talking about, right? Right? No? Wow. Okay, neither of the people in the room. You know what? Uh, someone tweeted me some validation because this is a thing. Unicorns I was not, in the Bible. I was not taught about unicorns in Bible college. Yeah, I'm in Bible college right now. Didn't yeah. hear it. It has been translated as uh, oh, I don't know how to say it in the Hebrew. Uh, I don't. Arthur, <laughs> <laughs> would you care? <laughs> uh, this is the top text. Oh, the the ream. Yeah, the ream. Okay. Sure. sure. <laughs> yeah, so it's apparently it's been translated as unicorn in the King James version. Yeah, it's in Isaiah, okay. right? All right. Well, there you Look go. At that. If it's in the King James, you know it's You know it's legit. It's, yeah, if it's good enough for Paul, it's good enough for us. <laughs> they re- <laughs> he really did it. <laughs> Paul wrote the King James Bible. I, yeah, I believe yeah, yeah. is the yep, that's, context of that joke. Yep, that's canonical. Um, on that's what I learned. That's what I learned in Bible that's college. That's what I learned. Um, back with the Washingtons uh, and the ESV. Actually, he's been alive for quite some time. Oh wow! Who wrote the message? Satan. Satan. The devil. <laughs> the devil. The devil. Only the devil paraphrases. <laughs> uh, here I was thinking it was Bono. Um, <laughs> well, he wrote he wrote the foreword to the devil's yeah, yeah. masterpiece. <laughs> yeah. Oh bad. Also the book of Psalms. <laughs> <laughs> what are you whining? <laughs> Seems like I don't have the emotions for this, bro. Uh, the um the furniture has arrived early so their three weeks stay gets uh converted mm-hmm. to two weeks but it doesn't matter because they're in the middle of writing a song so they're gonna deal with that later yeah mm. it's adorable Aww, yeah. that. that's amazing <laughs> that was was that so did you write that is that it sounds you, like uh, you wrote that, didn't you? It's like Mozart, but better. <laughs> uh, we have got to record yeah. that. It's <laughs> some raw talent there. Uh, and then we go out on an exchange where Lindsay's leaving and is like, oh, no, I accidentally packed the power strip. And Connie's like, <laughs> oh, Connie's no. like, oh, well, you can keep it. That's all right. And Kelly's like, she totally well, stole that power I strip. Will only, I'm only going to keep it if you take Kerplunk. So here, let me burden you with this pet while I leave with your piece of electrical exactly. equipment that I don't know it's, how to use. Lindsay doesn't even know how to use. Yeah. She, or <laughs> she also doesn't know how to take care of Kerplunk. So. Yeah. I, I mean, Kerplunk is in better hands with Connie, undoubtedly. However, she totally meant to steal that extension cord. 
Yeah. She she yeah. she plugged it in. She experienced the wonder of awesome. extended cords. <laughs> <laughs> the wonder of extended cords. And, uh, and it was over. Okay. And what happened to the other beta fish? The unnamed aggressive one that was going to kill Kerplunk. Did they return him, her? Did they flush it down the toilet? Is he in another bowl and Connie's got two beta fish in separate bowls? Just What's happening at here? Each other I, I, what the way I interpreted it is that we are talking about a toilet bowl situation here. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, the Arthur inter- interpretation is law. Yeah. I mean, so. you know, yeah, it was the. 2007 was a different time for fish rights. We could just flush them at will. Back then you could. Yeah. Yeah. All drains lead to the ocean. That's true. true. I I don't know what else to talk about here. That's the episode. Do we have closing thoughts, feelings, stuff we didn't get into that we really want to? Um... Like, that doesn't exist in this episode. Yeah. I can, I can lob you one of... The discussion questions, if that is of interest, because they do release official discussion questions for the wow, episodes. That's nice. Yeah, I think they. I think the way Wit wrapped it up is really that's kind of in theory the point of the story. Like if you went into it hoping, like I did, for more of a like Kelly yeah centric story or something deeper, like that's she's just a kind of a minor character in this. But I am looking forward to her journey to Jesus. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We will. The safest end. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can talk about that, uh, you know, in some future. We've got four more Kelly in episodes. Some four, so four more and then the two-parter? Or no, four more two including and the two-parter. Two. Oh, okay. <laughs> so not not a lot left. But well, we're going to suck this bone dry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really get the marrow out of it. Mm. Um, for the heart. So, uh, yeah. I, I, I like how you originally invited me on because I was like, I'm the expert on foster care and uh-huh. adoption. Now I've become just, I'm just the <laughs> expert on Kelly. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. That's all. Yeah. For There's what this random, <laughs> random character named Kelly that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I would yeah. like to reiterate, I did pitch you, hey, we can talk about literally anything. There's more like adoption, foster care stuff that's not Kelly, but. If you Wait, would like is? to continue the, the Kelly arc, yeah, there are some other episodes we can uh, talk about. I like Kelly. She makes but, me laugh. Yeah, yeah no, All right. I'm okay with so, it. What's a good uh, elves? <laughs> there we go. Kelly the expert Arthur Woods. So beyond just being the world-renowned expert on Kelly, no last name from Adventures in Odyssey. Is it just this Kelly or is it all Kellys in general? It's just this Kelly. Okay, just yeah. this Kelly. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, Beyond that, uh, what, what do you what do you do out in the world, Arthur? That you would like to share with the audience? Yeah, honestly, that's Trust it. God. It really is just it's it's just Kelly, Kelly all, all the, the time. time. That's just really all it is. Uh, no, I do uh, live, laugh, Kelly. Live, that's exactly what it is. I'm writing a book about her journey. It's called Kelly's journey. Kelly's journey to Jesus by Arthur. No by last Arthur, name. no last name. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I do uh, life coaching for teenagers, middle school and high school students, and uh, just help them with uh, whatever they need. Something at school, at home, at work, at church, relational stuff, uh, whatever they really need. So 
Uh, if that is uh, of interest to anyone listening, check me out at ArthurCWoodsCoaching.com. And log on today. A, yes. There will be a link in the description as always. Oh. Um, Beautiful. All right. Cool. Um, well, with all that being said, uh, we will return in a week to talk about a different episode with a different guest. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Wadfam Chalkpod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. Follow the podcast at Wadfam Chalkpod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. Best of Enemies was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Osebo, with special guest Arthur Woods. It was edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wad Fam Chalk Pod.